What's going on, everybody? This is London, your soul therapist, and I wanted to welcome you all to a brand new episode of The Healing Suite. Today, we're going to talk about something that I'm pretty sure most, if not all of us, should be familiar with, and that's burnout. Uh, burnout comes in different forms, it comes in different stages, and it comes as a result of a lot of different things, but the biggest cause of burnout is overworking. And overworking isn't always, you know, you're doing too much at your nine to five or whatever, you know, whatever your hustle may be. Burnout can come in so many different ways. So I wanted to kind of focus on that today. Um, Give you guys a couple examples of what burnout really can look like. And maybe come up with some strategies as to how to get yourself out of that burnout moving forward. So let's just jump straight into it. Um, Burnout comes in, I'll say burnout can exist in two main ways. You have mild or acute burnout, and then you have major or like total burnout. Um, In some communities, you may hear people say that they've, you know, they're experiencing, you know, sensory overload or uh, their cup may be empty. All these things can kind of cycle back around to the overall tone of being burnt out, essentially having no energy. You're just kind of going through the motions if you are still able to function. Um, Usually in those instances, most people, I would say, will be suffering from mild or acute burnout. In those instances, like I said, you can keep going on your day to day, but there's not much energy. There's not much heart. There's not much passion being invested into whatever it is the action is or the dialogue may be that you have to perform. You can still move about, but not really in the ways that you want to. Those situations... Maybe you have too much on your plate at work, you have too much at home, you're juggling a bit much, and essentially you're like burning the candle at both ends. It's hard to keep up, you might forget certain things. Uh, It can honestly come out in a bunch of different ways. (laughs) Let me give you an example. Let's say that you are a school teacher. You have to come up with lesson plans. You have meetings with the supervisor, principal of your school, um, maybe the department head if you teach a certain department. You also have to set up meetings to talk to some of the parents of your students, maybe for missing work or behavior issues, whatever the case may be. You have quite a bit on your plate. Not to mention you juggle some of the after-school activities at the school that you're teaching at. You also have your own personal life. Maybe you have children. Maybe, you know, you have a partner and you guys are thinking of getting a new home or downsizing. All those things take a lot of physical and mental focus. You're being pulled in a bunch of different directions. Not to mention that as a teacher, you still have to be there for your students you have to be the teacher the counselor maybe even a second or third parent depending on what your students need from you 
So you're everywhere. You're you're all over the place emotionally, mentally, even physically when it comes down to aspects of your personal life. Over a period of time of firing at all cylinders, you're on go 100% of the time. You can't keep that up. Realistically speaking, nobody can. You're pulling all-nighters to come up with lesson plans. You might get behind on grading papers. You're irritable at home now. Whatever downtime you do have, you have to spend it either packing or talking to, you know, real estate agents or rental companies, planning out what to say to this parent, trying to schedule that time and being present in your work meetings. You can't keep up. Essentially, you'll burn out. You have no energy. You're going through the motions. You just need a break. You're tapped out. There's there's nothing more that you can pour into your obligations. Hell, there's no more that you could probably pour into yourself. You need a couple days off. You look forward to the big holiday weekend that's coming up. That's an extra day or so off from teaching. You don't have to plan any lesson plans. You finally got ahead of yourself. Maybe planned a lesson for a week or so in advance. You don't have any more packing that you need to do or your partner's willing to help you out and take over some of the duties because they see how hard you're working. You've talked to all your parents or you've turned your phone off. You've told them, look, I'll have to reschedule for a following week or after the break and you just decompress. Whatever that looks like for you, if you smoke, if you drink, you know, if you want to play the game, if you want to spend some time outside, if you want to just go for a drive you want to just do absolutely nothing hold up in your room for the three or four day weekend that you may have for people who suffer from mild or acute burnout a couple days may be enough to decompress organize your thoughts just relax and settle into the idea of doing nothing or just whatever you want to do you have time you have space For some people, it may just be, I need to vent to let go of some of that burnout. They may need to speak to a friend or contact their therapist if they have one. For some people, it's journaling. I just need time to sit and organize. Just want to write some stuff down or make some plans for the following week. And I want to be able to breathe and figure out if this is a good plan or this is a good strategy. Really just have that time people who suffer from mild burnout can bounce back pretty quickly in most cases it's not guaranteed for everybody don't want to paint that picture but if you can bounce back great usually in a couple days you're ready to go back maybe not firing at all cylinders but you have a little bit more energy to perform you found your spark you got your bounce back you know you can jump straight into it and just keep it moving For people who suffer from major burnout or complete and total burnout, that looks a little bit different. So taking the same example of our school teacher um, having a lot of meetings with other staff members, meetings with parents, being engaged with the students, catering to your partner and to your relationship, but also planning to move. That's a lot. And if you're the main one who's spearheading everything, you may be the department chair. You may be 
you know, the one who's better at communicating, um, maybe the breadwinner of the household, you may be the one who has to contact real estate agents and rental agents and contact the moving company because you're more savvy, not because your partner can't, you're just better at it. That's okay. Everybody has their strengths. But let's say that that's the world that you live in. You're on go all the time, all the time, all the time. Not to mention, now you're getting some new students transferring into your classroom who, for one reason or another, are expressing some behavioral issues. That's more on your plate. Now you have to figure out how to strategize and handle your classroom and rein in this one or two students that may be causing a disruption to the rest of the group, but still keep them engaged and help them learn and help them focus. It's a lot to take on. And if you're firing at all cylinders, if you're taking on so much of a load mostly by yourself or you're the main one who can solve these problems you're gonna crash you're gonna fizzle out you're gonna burn out you're burning this candle at both ends on every end at this point you're coming up with ends to burn the candle that didn't even exist in those instances where you crash from that severe burnout it could take a couple days It could take a couple weeks, it could take months for you to decompress, for you to bounce back, for you to find that spark in the things that you're doing, to have a genuine interest in the further progression of your life. For some people who experience severe or total burnout, it caused them to lose their jobs, they could lose their relationships. They can be so unmotivated. They don't leave the house. They don't get up. They don't shower. It's just that hard to take care of yourselves. And for some people that can manifest as depression or it can, it can mirror some of the symptoms of depression. That's totally normal. You can also get burned out with depression with other mental illnesses too. So it's not like it's just a all exclusive or all inclusive kind of thing. It varies per person. But having that severe and total burnout, any little thing you do at that point, you're just dragging your feet. You can be extremely irritable, snapping at the people that you care about. If you haven't already done something that may have pushed them away or giving yourself that space, forcing isolation. I mean, the possibilities, the outcomes are are damn near endless. Burnout is not fun. It can put a complete and total damper on aspects of your life. And it can pretty much send everything straight to hell, essentially. When you feel the onset of burnout, it could appear different ways. Having lack of energy, having a, a lack of motivation, um, feeling like you're constantly on go feeling like you have to rush and come up with solutions all the time um being almost in an anxious or a panic state and then you feel the shutdown the decrease of passion or the decrease of pleasure when it comes to doing certain things you don't have the the mental capacity to handle certain conversations or certain tasks 
you start to feel overwhelmed. Some people may even experience sensory overload where sound is too much, light is too much. Having to separate yourself to cater to other things or other people, other responsibilities may just become too much. Even if it's something small as showering for the day, that may just be too much. You've spent so much of your time and your energy pouring into other things, pouring into other people and obligations, which is never a bad thing. If you have responsibilities, if you have people that you care about or people that may be relying on you, it's perfectly okay to feed into those things. If you feed it, it'll grow. Usually relationships, if you feed into them, they tend to blossom, they tend to grow, they tend to flourish. Your dreams, your goals, your responsibilities, if you feed into them, chances are they will progress, they will grow. In the act of feeding into your relationships and your goals, your dreams, your responsibilities, your obligations, there has to, has to, has to be a time where you feed into yourself. And that comes with setting boundaries. You have to be able to look at yourself, look at the obligation, the responsibility, the person, and say, hey, I can't be everything for you. That's okay to not be everything for someone, to not be everything for your job, to not be everything for your partner. It's okay to not be everything for your children. And I know that's a whoa kind of statement to make and you know most people say oh you have to be everything for your children yes and no you have to allow yourself time to pour back into you you can't expect that from other people because if you do you'll always be disappointed someone may not pour into you the way that you want or the way that you need or they may never pour into you at all they may not know what that looks like also it's not someone else's responsibility to make you whole to make you complete to make you happy you have to schedule time to pour into yourself to cater to you to your needs or to just simply do nothing to not be responsible for anything or for anyone even if it's just an hour if you go put your child down for a nap And they sleep soundly through the entire time. If you can, maybe make that some time that you decompress, that you do nothing, or that you just focus your energy on you in that hour span. If you can finesse a day, you know, maybe a weekend or so where you're not responsible to any obligations. If you have a partner, you guys are a team. If somebody can pick up the slack for a couple days while you decompress make that happen you owe it to yourself to make that happen if you don't you stand the risk of burning out that much faster and once you've burned out you can come back you can bounce back but that bounce back may be a little bit harder than if you designate breaks to self-care or just for moments of peace for being still Not everybody needs a large, grandiose gesture for self-care. For some people, self-care, like I said, it could just be, you know, you smoke a little something, maybe have a drink, read you a book, watch your favorite movie or show, play the game, take a nap. 
It could be anything. For some people, it's doing a puzzle, organizing something. You might want to clean your closet. That might bring you peace. Everybody's different. But you set aside that time to take care of you. Do something that brings about that feeling or that act of self-care, even self-preservation, because self-care is a form of self-preservation. Pouring back into yourself is a form of self-preservation. You can't give people something that you don't have, whether it's time, energy, money, resources. If you don't have it, think about it like this. If you don't have it to give yourself, how can you give it to someone else? You have to pour into yourself first and foremost. Make sure that you are whole. Make sure that you are rested, that you have the energy, that you have the drive and the focus to do things for you before you can extend that to someone else. You may have the ability do you have the means just because you can doesn't mean you should and that's not to say oh don't be there for people absolutely be there for people be kind to one another you can extend your love extend your help to somebody great do it when you can it feels good when you do might just be me who knows but if you can great doesn't mean that you always should in that moment you have to practice that discernment Really dig deep into your intuition. Listen to yourself. Your mind, your body, your spirit knows when you can and when you can't handle something. And just because you can't handle something in that moment doesn't mean you can't handle it at all. You have to step back, assess yourself, assess the situation. Is this something that you can do right now? Can you afford to expel excess energy right now? Can you afford to expel excess time right now? If you already feel like you're on the verge of a burnout, if you're already kind of dragging and you're losing momentum, chances are the answer is probably no. And that's okay. Listen to yourself, listen to your body, and give yourself a break. Unfortunately, we live in a world now where people feel like they have to earn time to take care of themselves. They have to earn their peace and quiet or they have to earn downtime or even they have to earn the right to take care of themselves you do not you are entitled if if, if you are entitled to anything you are entitled to taking care of yourself the ability to take care of yourself you shouldn't have to work so many hours so many days before you feel like it's okay to take a break to sleep in, to call out, to go to a doctor's appointment. If you need to do it, if that is how you preserve yourself, if that is how you care for yourself, allow yourself more time to connect with yourself. Allow yourself more opportunities to heal and bounce back from burnout or potential burnouts. You don't have to kill yourself for your job or for school or whatever your responsibility or obligation is you can't pour from a cup that's empty allow yourself to replenish and bounce back and then decide if this is something that you still want to give energy to 
And I don't mean, you know, your children, but also that too. If you are not capable, place them with somebody who is. But as it pertains to work, school, chores around the house, do not allow yourself to get burnt out if you don't have to. You don't have to be worthy of a break. You don't have to earn your own time. It's your time. Spend it wisely. Spend more time taking care of yourself. We as a society have gotten out of that. We have forgotten what it's like to take time to ourselves, spend time with ourselves. We're so consumed with what's the next thing? What's the next task? What can I jump on next? How can I hustle? How can I grind? How can I secure the bag? Life is not about securing the bag. Damn that bag. (laughs) Be your own bag. Shit. Take care of yourself. You don't have to suffer from burnout. And if you do, it's okay. Do what you can to bounce back. Be honest. Be in tune with yourself. Listen to yourself. Figure out what you like to do. What gives you that spark? What What's your driving force? And it doesn't always have to be something that, you know, that you're deeply passionate about. Or it doesn't have to be something that's, you know, your sole purpose. Just something that makes you laugh. Something that makes you happy. Puts you at ease. Makes you feel calm. Find those things. Start small. For me, I like to read. I like to color. I like to solve my puzzles I love music I will jam out to something in a heartbeat find those things feed into those parts of you use those as your small ways in the meantime to help you escape that burnout eventually you can build up to other things if that's what you want to do if you want to take a trip If you want to just have a weekend or a week to disconnect, turn the phone off, no TV, or if you just want to watch TV, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that self-care looks like for you, if it's a spa day or a cruise, whatever, treat yourself, get in the habit of doing nice things for yourself, date yourself, anything that you can do that will lessen that burnout and replenish your energy meditate pray if that's what you do get in tune with who you are and what you love and things that make you feel more like yourself make you feel whole do things that connect you to yourself find that love for yourself and engage in small practices. If it's just an hour that you give yourself every day after you get off of work, if you just want to sit in your car and jam out before you go in the house, or you need to separate yourself off in the room for a little while before you engage, that's okay. Don't get stuck there. That's when it becomes a problem. But give yourself that time. Give yourself those breaks. You are allowed to have breaks. You don't have to earn them. You being alive is is worth enough. It's all the work that you have to put in. 
be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And remember that you cannot pour from a cup that is empty. That's all that I've got to talk to you guys about this week. I hope you guys use some of these skills moving forward. And take the time to really figure out what works for you. You guys are amazing. You guys are loved. You guys are valued. And I will see you in the next one.